Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect Live. I am Trini Sharp. I am your host of, for this evening, as always. It's a pleasure to be back before you guys for another live segment of Imperfectly Perfect Live. As you can see, I have a special guest, and I'm going to introduce her in a second. I'm so excited to have my sister. She is my sister. I'm excited to have her on this platform with me this evening. Um, so uh, before we get into that, we must start with prayer. We always start our podcast with prayer, and then we can just go right into what God has in store for tonight. So dear Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you, God, for your presence. God, we thank you, God, for who you are, who you continue to be in our lives. God, we thank you, God, for Imperfectly Perfect. God, we thank you, God, for a platform, God, that allows us to, God, to share our testimony of how you saved us, of how you delivered us, of how you set us free, and we are able to fulfill our God-given purpose, God, in spite of our imperfections. Holy Spirit, I ask that you have control, God, that you take control, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for every viewer, God, that will watch, God, that will listen in the mighty name of Jesus. May the heart be open to receive from you, Father. I thank you, Holy Spirit, God, that if they have any questions, God, if they have anything, God, that they need, dear Father, may they receive it right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect Live. This is exclusively, exclusively, excuse me, on our Facebook channel um, tonight. So all of the Instagram viewers, they might be tuning in to this particular channel this evening. But as you can see, we have Nikita Renee, who is our highlight for February 2021. If you don't know what the highlight is, a highlight is a man or woman of God who is persevering to uh, beyond their imperfections to fulfill their God-given purpose. We have been doing this since July of 2020. God laid it on my heart to um, highlight somebody special that truly has a desire for um, advancing the kingdom of God and just going beyond um, what you know, the outside and what the outside has uh, tried to get them down. The enemy tried to get them down, but they are persevering. So with all further ado, welcome to my sister, my friend, Nikita Renee. Welcome to the podcast. She's not a stranger to Imperfectly Perfect Lives. So those of you who have been following this platform, she has been on several segments with me. But this time we're Hello. having just her. So I'm excited for her to share her story. So introduce yourself to the people, Nikita. Hi, everyone. I call her Nikita because I don't call her Nikita, but <laughs> Nikita is for the bill collectors. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, hi, everybody. My name, my name is Nikita Renee, um, but y'all can call me Kita. Um, I just thank God for allowing me to be here. I am a writer, a director a producer, and recently I ventured out and started um, a talk show that the Lord has allowed me to do called In the Waiting Room. So yes. That journey as well. <laughs> yes. Awesome. You know, but I'm just, your, I'm just your girlfriend. I'm just your friend, your homie, your old dog, you know, guys, you know, just sit back chilling and just trying to live this thing life out, right? Listen, that part, <laughs> trying to live this life out, <laughs> that is a struggle sometimes, but 
with God's strength, we can all get it done. So, guys, like, I just want to, like, dive right in. Like, Kita, and when I was talking to my sister, and she was like, well, what are we going to talk about? And trying to ask questions. And for those of you who don't know, I was just on her show what, a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, what are we going to talk about? And da, 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 da. And what did she tell me? None of your business. So I said to her, none of your business. You're going to find out when you get on. So. Real good. <laughs> oh, yes. this this. So here we are. And the first question that I want to ask her, because this we're talking about um persevering beyond an imperfection. So we all know there's a point in our lives, those who are saved, because I we understand there are people on here that are not saved. They may be of a different religion, but those that are saved, you know that there are a point in your life when you become saved. And then there's another point when you surrender, right? So what I, the first question I want to ask for you is, at what point in your life did you really surrender? Well, to be honest with you, I had two parts. Mm-hmm. And I know so many people might be like, you know, what you mean you have two parts, you know? Um, I did surrender my life to Christ when I was 17, after the death of my sister. Right. Um, and... Um, to sit sit there and have your sister die in your arms, and you know, I right after that, I rejected Christ. I rejected yeah. what I had to do with um, God. Please don't come and pray for me, and don't lay hands on me or nothing like that. And so mm-hmm. there was a point in that time where I was about to take my life, and I just knew it. I was like, you know what? I had enough because my sister was my best friend, right best friend my role dog um that hit me really hard and so you know long story short with that the night I the night that I had decided to commit suicide a lot of people some people know but a lot of people don't know Mm -hmm. um that night the local church was having a service and one of the girls who I was staying with said come go to church with me Mm -hmm. I was like okay and I looked up to the sky, you no, know, because you know, a lot of us think that you gotta look up to talk to God, but don't realize right. face to face and he's right here. But right. I said, You think you slick? Okay, <laughs> okay, right. I'm gonna go to this service when I come back. I'm taking these pills. I had the pills lined up, mm-hmm. uh, but when I walked in there, I just cried. I stepped my foot in the church. I don't know what the woman was preaching or anything. I felt the presence of God like never before. Right. Like never before. And I just cried and I cried and I cried. And a lot of people don't know that with grief or some people do know. I can't say a lot of people don't know. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But with grief, like it felt like a knife was stabbing me in my heart. Right. And it could not be replaced. And so during the whole service, I was just sitting there crying. And I said, you know what? I give up. I, yeah. I said, if you take this pain out of here and mm-hmm. I'll, you take this pain out of here, I will serve you for the rest of my life. And when I walked up to the altar and I lift my hands to receive Jesus, yeah. I that thing go. And wow. It, so, and it wasn't that I didn't cry anymore. Yeah. That pain. And that was a pain. So yeah. then, you know, from 17 on, I'm right. Out, I'm praising the Lord. I'm right, right. And then here I go. I hit into my late 20s, going into my early 30s. Mm-hmm. And I get hit with 
in my thirties, I got hit with a, a major broken heart, major, yeah. major that I felt that pain. Like once again, it wasn't as strong as the one where mm -hmm. my ass, but it was there and I lost myself. Yeah. And I got detached from God, even though he, now that I look, look at it, I know that he was always there, but yeah. I was and so I can honestly say that my second time mm -hmm. after my journey of huh, that's what I'm gonna call it the journey of <laughs> uh, yes of pain a journey of I can't even say that I went back into my old self because I thought I was transforming mm -hmm. into something I didn't even know right it wasn't even about, you know, you know, me saying I went back into my old days because things that I did in my 30s from when I got hurt, I never did when I was younger. I didn't do as a child. And um, right. so like, I can honestly say I'm 42 now. I can honestly say it had to be from 10 years, it had to be two years. Wow. Two years ago. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Years ago, when I stepped foot in the Rivers Church, mm -hmm. and I felt like God—that's when I felt that God never left me, right? And I was like, and I cried, and I cried, and when God shifted my whole life, yeah, I've been at the Rivers for two years now. When God mm -hmm. shifted my whole life, I rededicated. And my heart, mind, body, and soul two years ago. Yeah. So from 17 to, I can say in my early 30s, mm -hmm. I was saved. And I was going gun-ho for God. Yeah. And pain hit. And I lost my mind. So yeah. from 30 to about 39, I started getting it right. But then yeah. 40 hit. And that. Like the thirty nine forty when I entered into uh the river church, my God. <laughs> baby, <laughs> my God. it's crazy because I mean I'm I've been along this journey with my sister, but just from the outside looking in, if I was somebody that didn't know um Kita, just thinking about because sometimes a lot of times we think that when we accept Jesus Christ, that it's just going to be like a straight ride that is just going to out but we don't understand is there's hardship that we face there's um there's just this disappointment there's you know just so many bumps along the way and the, the test and the trials and that truly truly tests our our loyalty to God and whether or not we're truly going to um to trust him along the way and let whether we're going to stay loyal and I wasn't going to get to this question just yet but it kind of leads to this next question of um, have you ever experienced any hardship that has tested your loyalty to God? I know you had touched on a little bit of some other things, but that um, particular, anything that has tested your loyalty to God? It absolutely tested my loyalty to God. But here's the thing that um, is so amazing is that on the outside looking in, some people probably never saw that I skipped a beat. Mm -hmm. On the outside looking in, because at the end of the day, even though I was, because I was hurt. And what happens when you're hurt with God? Right. I felt like God promised me something. Right. And I was doing everything that I was being told to do. Yeah. 
I was, I, I, I felt like I was dotting the I's. I was crossing the T's, you know, and what happens when, you know, you running for God and you're doing for God. And I feel like I was there for everybody. Right, right. Guys, you know, I never, I always put everybody before me. Yeah. I feel like I was there for everybody. I was there for every youth that entered into my life. Mm -hmm. You know, my home. It was like me, Costa, it's your Costa. You know, yeah. I many. And right. the very ones that I opened my doors to was the very ones smacking me in my face. The very mm -hmm. one that was that was going out and tainting my name. The yeah. very ones that was so it wasn't just when I got hurt from a relationship that I I just knew God told me that mm -hmm. I really did. And and yeah. If you he did, but yeah. we, the thing is, with humans, all humans have free will, right? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know that individual had a, had a free will to choose the way he wanted to choose. Yeah. God, you know, told me if that was him or not. You yeah. know, and so, but that wasn't the only thing that hit. It was like a job. I had a job experience. Yeah, but I. I don't think I rocked out hard like Job did. <laughs> you know, listen. Oh, Job was a thug with it. I, I, hey, Job, love you, baby. One of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Job experience that when that happened, that then like very, 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 very close friends started stepping my back and leaving. Right. Um, I started like losing things when it came towards my my job, and I started mm -hmm. so a, a lot of things happened all at once. It right. Was, I blinked, it was ridiculousness. And then on top of that, I was going through church hurt. Yeah. Oh, I had nobody. I was in a season where there was nobody. And even though, you know, there are people around you. Yeah. You're still in the, be in a season where you feel like you have nobody. Because who do, first of all, who do I go to to talk about the church? <laughs> because yeah. at the end of the day, I knew who I was. I knew that mm -hmm. I was supposed to still be the light for other people so i was yeah. still trying to be there for other people while i was dying inside like right. literally dying and so i was still there for other people i was still telling people to go to church i was still out there doing plays and writing and doing gospels and people were still getting saved i was still mm -hmm. out there according to everybody else's um dream and, mm -hmm. and all the while i am dying and i'm screaming from the at the top of my lungs and nobody could hear me. Yeah. But God, mm -hmm. I have a pit experience, a butt right. experience. But and then I didn't want to take his I didn't really want to take leadership or guidance then because I loved him. Mm -hmm. like him. Right. Yeah, I mean, and I know that sounds like what, but I'm just going to be raw dog honest. Mm -hmm. I, I, I never lost my love for God. I didn't like yeah. what I felt like he was doing because mm -hmm. I didn't understand it. I did yeah. not understand it. I did not understand. I couldn't understand. I kept saying and crying, what did I do? Yeah. What did I do? And it was no answer. It was straight quiet. And then that was, that's yeah. what made me, I didn't like it more because I wasn't hearing nothing. Right. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Tori says, uh, oh, yeah, nothing like church hurt. It wasn't in my notes, but as you was talking about church hurt, because I know there are some people that have experienced church hurt and just wondering, like, how do you 
how do you get over that thing? How do you persevere beyond that? Like, you know, because some some people experience it and then they just go at the deep end. I mean, we know we personally know people that have yet to come back. And so how did you like get beyond that and get to the point where you are now? Okay, number one, like I said, was I never lost my love for God. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, that's what I felt. Because even though I, I felt like I was in a season was when I wasn't liking his decisions for my life. Yeah. Like in the pain that was coming in. And right. I, I didn't lose my love for God. So therefore, yeah. I couldn't move without him telling me to move. Right. And I was in a place and in, in, in a place where I wanted to leave for mm-hmm. over almost 10 years. I sat through yeah. at the same time. My 30s. Mm-hmm. I think the good thing that came out of my 30s was I was I survived it. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. And right. came out of my 30s was, you know, I got um I I, I went to school. I went mm-hmm. back to school and all. And I, I was only doing that those things and going over those things because I was like, I gotta drive hard for something so I don't lose my mind. Exactly. You know, a lot of people, I thank God, who keep kept me in my 30s, but my 30s was trial central, baby. Yeah. My 30s was, yo, I felt like, the, like get her now. And so in church, I couldn't leave because I knew that God didn't want me to leave church hurt. Mm-hmm. Because when you are in in a church and when you are hurt inside the church, if you leave right away without God healing you, you're going to take that poison and pain and bleed on everything else, even the church that He gives you. Right. And I though I'm not going to hold you. I tried it, and people who know me know I tried it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like seasons I will go and I try to join not even join another church because right. I, I didn't even want to join another church i right. just be there and i just wanted to be me and god and i do god what they say house tabernacle mm-hmm. and then home read my work because i still love god right it was understanding because god already had grew me up i was already to the point in the lord knowing that these are still people they're mm-hmm. not god yeah even though I want to smack somebody in the face, like I'm really about to go off the deep end because I feel like, and I felt like, I felt, I felt like I was being bullied. Mm-hmm. I was being lied on. I would cry at night and pray to God. And, and I felt like I was, uh, who to do, who to do? Joseph, right. by the brothers. Because when you go to church, you're looking at these people like, you my brothers, you my sisters. Yeah. Such a bond with a life. And it right. was all because of the gifting that God gave to me that I still didn't even know was all that. I was just trusting God with everything. Yeah. Exactly. And just being like, you know, ostracized for it. And just, mm-hmm. I, I was just like, how can people like believe what's being said? And it's just crazy. But anyway, God, every time I wanted to leave, I said no. The person that you know, I thought I was going to marry. Like a lot of people who know it, know me. I don't care. I'm an open book. I don't care. Right. Like, I was. I had to still go to that church where that person was at. Mm-hmm. One with their life. Watch that person date others. And watch that person marry. And God yeah. was like, no, sit still. 
and I cried. And then not just that, I had to still go into a people was talking about me. She's this, she's that. Girl, it was one time it came up that, you know, because like I said, I had the youth at my house. Yeah. Like I started hearing in the wind, um, they had orgies over there and this and that. I'm sorry, what? Kita. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna be having sex up in here. Kita Yes. Nobody. <laughs> oh, my. Nobody. My God. Nobody. And then when um when like the, the younger members would come to me, it would say Kita trying to go build her own church. Are you crazy? Don't nobody want no church? Don't nobody want to be nobody pastor? Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. First, it was from people who don't know me. You don't even right. know. And it just was just milked around. You can't trust us. You're not loyal. You start this thing. And I had to sit. So if I can just tell anybody, my God. And I watch people get shot mm -hmm. in the spirit in the church. Right. And I just pray on the sidelines. And I was just like, don't move. Don't move. Don't move. You have to be an adult move experience and just really wait on God. Wait. When I finally got my green light to go, and, and I'm not really, and it wasn't everybody where I was at. It wasn't everybody. Yeah. God still allowed me to see that there was still great leadership where I was at. Yeah. That there were still great elders and 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 there were still great people there. Trainees was one of them. She was she was where I was at. There were still great people. <laughs> Great bonds and great sisterhood. Mm -hmm. So besides the ones that were shooting, you know, mm -hmm. so it's not me like bashing where I came from. Right. I was equipping me in that. Mm -hmm. and I did not know it to be a oh. leader. And we got to understand that sometimes God allowed things for his glory, for mm -hmm. your glory. Right. You don't even realize it. I was getting mm -hmm. leader. I was getting trained and positioned on where he was going to take me. Here mm -hmm. I am some I do plays, you know, I do this and I I want to make sure that you know, I pray that my plays go to Hollywood. I pray that mm -hmm. my movies go to go to this and go to that. Who yeah. if you can't take a dagger in a church, but you think you're going to be able to take a dagger in Hollywood? Wow. If you can't take someone talking about you wrong and misjudging your character in a church, mm -hmm. but you think you're going to be able to take it when your name is in the tabloids? Come on. I have to be grateful for every no that God gave me. Every no. And I had to sit through it to realize it because he didn't want me to leave tainted. Right. A good no. Right. Happy that God finally answered. Yes. <laughs> right. Having any hate or any resentment in my heart from mm -hmm. there. Right. One that did me dirty. When I left, I felt bad for them. Yeah. And then and God had me pray for them. Right. He had me pray. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't my job and never my job. Like I said, when you're going through church hurt, when you're mature, when you're mature and going through church hurt, you're mm -hmm. careful what comes out your mouth. Yeah. Because even though I was going through church hurt, I never bad mouth any of any of the leadership. To right. Anybody. 
Come, come on. I never, people, a lot of people didn't even realize the backstory because I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even talk. Mm -hmm. And that was hurt that I couldn't talk, but I couldn't talk. I couldn't mm -hmm. talk to my family because I wanted my family to come to Christ and right. I wanted my family to go to the church. So what good mm -hmm. would it be? go home and tell them every day what elder did me wrong or what this person did or that person did that will only mm -hmm. come from the church more right and that we just got to realize that even when we're going through church hurt just like all the characters in the bible yeah a process and we have to understand that the church is like a hospital right everybody there has an issue everybody everybody and guess what? I'm going to let you know. Even leadership. Because mm -hmm. they're human. Right. They're human. Everyone there is there to see the doctor. Mm -hmm. And pastors and all, they're the angels over the house. So they, you know, they are supposed to be more in tune with the doctor for us. Mm -hmm. But guess what? And not talking about where I came from. But if you are in church hurt and you felt like you was hurt from a pastor, guess what? They... Mm -hmm. Right, human. They human. They human. And we have to ask God, what is in this lesson am I supposed to supposed to learn? And I only can say all because I've been through it and I got when I was in it, mm -hmm. it hurt. Mm -hmm. But I kept hearing God, don't you move. And and I and I'll let you go to your next question. But before I say that, the crazy mm -hmm. thing is though, in real life, y'all, y'all want to yeah. know. Well, it was crazy about it. The crazy thing about it is God kept telling me for years that I couldn't move because where I was going wasn't built yet. And I didn't know. And <laughs> <Man>, that part <laughs> wasn't even built yet. Built yet. Because Ooh. the leadership was, was that, that that I had now as my pastors, yeah. they weren't pastors yet. They didn't right. even church yet. I'm telling right. y'all through church hurt for a minute. I'm not talking about no moms. I'm talking about right. years God had me sit for years because not only was he working on me as a leader and working on me on what to do and what to say, he was mm. working on the man of God and, and taking them through their journey to build the house for me. <laughs> so when I finally found my church, because like I told y'all, I was up there in other churches. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, take your butt back where I had you. <laughs> it. Be accessible. Do what you're supposed to do. Stay on your post until I move you no matter what. My God. You got to realize that it's not even about the people when you go to church. It's about God. Yeah. If you are there to serve God, boo, you're not going to move. How many of us won't move if uh, a co-worker um, is getting on our nerves at work? We ain't going to let nobody mess up our money. That part. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's the boss. Right. Even if it's the boss. We're not going to quit unless we know God has another door for mm -hmm. us. Okay. Exactly. So that's just like in the church. You are getting spiritually fed. Yeah. Growing spiritually, even if you don't feel like it. If God told you to stay there, if mm -hmm. God if God told you to stay there, you are growing. There's a lesson to be learned. Yeah. And, and that's going to be your ultimate paycheck. Yeah. So like I got an ultimate paycheck. Paycheck. 
sitting and can't nobody pay you like God. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> like nobody. Nobody can't pay you like God. Jesus. My God. So our wonderful pastor, she said, your personal consecration on this Christian journey is a death walk. It's Ooh. a walk for a season. But if you endure hardness like a good soldier, you will arise from the ashes victoriously. My God, Jesus, in her words. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> awesome. Like, I love, oh you, <laughs> love you, Pastor Mom. That's what I'm talking about. And I do have um, a question from Melissa. Okay. She says, how do you keep achieving your goals and still have a lot of baggage on you? Ooh, Jesus. So you have to take the baggage off like as if it was a spiritual conveyor belt in front of you. Right. Okay. And sometimes you you might only be able to take off one at a time. Right. And you might be have to still carry some stuff. Yeah. For instance, Melissa, you ever like, I don't know if you got out of a car or, so this is what I do when I get out of a car, right? If I went shopping, I don't want to go back to the car. And so I put all those bags in my hand, right? No matter mm -hmm. how blistering my hand out. And right. I, to carry it because I don't want to go back to the car. Right, exactly. Everything in the house once. But here's the thing. You might got everything in the house, but there's a lot of things that can happen along the way. Mm -hmm. You know, lost circulation in your fingers. <laughs> yes. Hurts. It hurts. Hurts. Number two, if you like me, you are klutz. Something <laughs> on the way. And now you are in the middle of the street Right stuff up. Um, number three, by the time you get to the door, you now trying to find your key to open the door. You're struggling at the door. Now you have to go to the bathroom, all because you didn't want to take the necessary steps to take one thing one at a time. Only mm -hmm. thing I can say to you, baby sis, is I am not perfect, I am perfectly perfect, and so happens mm -hmm. every one step at a time. I take off my bag and price one bag at a time. Yeah. No matter what the baggage is, mm -hmm. surrender it in prayer to God. He got it. Now you mm -hmm. just walk it out. Right. You have to decide not to pick that bag back up. Exactly. Don't try to take that bag. Don't pick it up. Mm -hmm. Don't take it on your journey on that day. Leave that. Right. At that altar, leave that bag on that conveyor belt, leave all them bags in that vehicle, and allow God to do that. And that's right. how baby says, I I take it one day at a time. I literally wake up in the morning, hit my knees, and say, All right. <laughs> you want to know my favorite prayer, Melissa? Help me. Whew. Help me. Help <laughs> me. My God. Help me. And then I say whatever I need help with. And then I close out with our father who are mm -hmm. in heaven. And you just got to give it to God. And I know people say it's easier said than done. But it really is easier to give it to God than to try to keep carrying it and having blisters. Yeah. 
and it's starting your growth, starting your process. Right. Starting your flow. I hope I answered you, boo. I love you. She said, okay, and amen. <laughs> she, thank you. Thank you so much, Melissa, for that wonderful question. These are some wise, wise nuggets that my dear sister is sharing with you guys. And I pray that everybody who's tuning in has been blessed so far. I'm going to take this moment to do a brief, a brief intermission. Um, and I just want to share a quick announcement with you guys um, quickly. Give me one second while I share my screen. My wonderful church, the River Church, has an event coming up in the month of March. And I'm so excited to share with you guys that the River Church, for the month of March, we will be having the Mental Health Awareness Month. Mental Health Awareness Month. And that is going to be on every, every everybody say every, every single Thursday for the month of March. So as you can see on this flyer, which I'm also going to share on my page, and I'm also going to share under this wonderful podcast, but take this information down because we are in a trying time where a lot of us have been experiencing some hardship. A lot of us have been experiencing things left and right. And a lot of times our mental health has been affected. Our mind has been affected. And during this time, we need this, this event. And guess what, y'all? It's free. Yes. It's free. You don't have to pay nothing for it. Every single Thursday, when you go on the Facebook page for the River Church, you can rest assured you're going to receive some wise nuggets on how to help you during um, this time to help you with your mental health and to bring aware awareness. Because listen, there were years ago where we didn't have such events like this and we didn't, didn't talk about our mental health but yes. listen we have this now and i love my pastors pastor charles shout out to them pastor charles williams and dr tracy Lynn williams the fact that they allow allowing this to happen and then truly just answering the call and saying yes to this thing and seeing the hearts of the people that they truly need help so make sure you tune in again for next month which is coming up next week um, the next, the first Thursday um, of next uh, week will be starting mental health awareness at the River Church. So make sure you tune in, tune in for that. Just had a brief commercial. So love you guys for that. Make sure you tune in. All right, guys. So let's get back to the conversation. I hope that everybody has been enjoying themselves. So Next question for you. So we've been talking about your life. You're talking about how you surrendered. We talked about how um, you experienced some hardship, but you still remain loyal to God, even though it was tested. And then now, since we were talking about, had that brief intermission about our mental health, let's talk about some wisdom. We know we've all been having some uh, things that we experienced in a pandemic. What's some wisdom that you can share that you obtained during this pandemic? Oh, baby. I have obtained, I know that it might sound um, cliche, but my first thing that I have obtained was the power of prayer. Mm -hmm. Going into the pandemic, um, the River Church had a global united prayer. Right. And I believe that set a foundation for me in going mentally. Right. Into the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I believe it was the best thing ever because while others was like, 
that, you know, the end of the world is coming, while others was like panicking and stuff. Mm -hmm. I had a firm foundation in who God is through prayer. Right. My spirit man was strengthened through prayer. Yeah. Uh, I felt the unitedness from saints all over the world. Mm-hmm. It really made me feel like, yo, God is bad. <laughs> like, yeah. he bad, boo. Yeah. My number one wisdom is to have a connection with Christ and to pray. Right. If you don't have that connection with Christ, I believe it's on Christ, the solid rock I stand all mm-hmm. is sinking, sinking. You're going to you the next wisdom that I had, God, was trust. Mm-hmm. And through prayer, right, trusting in God. Yeah. Not in man. Right. Not in man, not in man, not in the government, and mm-hmm. not, not in myself. Right. I had to trust God. And while praying and trusting God, because I, I lost my job in the pandemic. Yeah. I lost it. Mm-hmm. And is when I lost, I had not a lot of people was like going all this. It and I'm gonna give major props to your mother because I remember yeah. um, I'm sharp, Denise Sharp to you. Honey. <laughs> I remember the, the, the day I lost my job. Mm-hmm. I met her out and we went walking around yeah. the track with our mask on. Right. And I was about to hit the press crazy central. I felt yeah. like my body, it was like uh, all systems about to shut down. Like, it was, yes. Have like alarm going off. Whew. Outside, I'm looking cool. I'm like, all right, let me go walk. Inside, I'm like, my, my, my. My, my, my. But when I was walking around with her and I was just like looking up in the heavens and talking to God, she stopped. She was way ahead of me. Right. And she stopped and she said, Kata. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she was, God said, put a praise on it. And I said, my God. And uh, I forget the, the lady that sings that song. Uh, Tasha Cobbs. That put that in your ear. And the, I'm telling you, when I put that thing in my ear. Yeah. And she can attest. I started shouting and hitting that ground right at that track. I started screaming up to God. And I was like, you about to do something? And yes. I'm up for it. Come you on. Do something. And I just kept praising him. And I was like, yes. And like, and that song time, y'all. If y'all ever listen, put a praise on it. Listen. On it. You know, you I, take came, I came back home. Uh-huh. Just a little rewind real quick. Before I knew I was going to lose a job. Before right. I shut down. God said to me. Start bu- start building and talking to your children because I teach. He yeah. told me to start talking to my children online. Right. Still see my face. Yeah. To let them to still see some normalcy. Exactly. I, was, I, I still had a job. Right. And I was like, okay, God. And I just did it. And I just did it. Then he yeah. was showing me books. And I was seeing it. All that took place before I lost my job. A week before Come I lost on. Come on. I put a praise on it in that parking lot in that um track sis. I came back home. I was just like, oh, you got it. <laughs> right. like, 
camera action. Right. I you know what we got to do sometimes? We got to come off the stage of our own life and sit in the audience and watch God show up and show out. I said with a bag of popcorn. Yes. Watch my God move. When I started watching my God move, yeah. the parents from that video started sending me money, Venmo. Miss Kita, do you got Venmo? Do you got Cash App? I didn't even know what Venmo was. I said, I'm get it. What is it? Yes. Download it. I started doing that. Girl, girl, every cent and dime I got, every mm -hmm. cent I got, I tied it. I didn't care what it was. I took my um pickle baggage right here, Melissa. I took all my bills because I looked at them as baggage at that time. Mm -hmm. I posted them on my wall and I wrote on it before it happened. Paid in full. God got oh, I stepped back. And yeah. when I that started moving and then doors started opening, to this day, I still did not, I still not have a job from, from the world. Right. I, I have a job from God because he yeah. said that I shut that door and you're not going to go back. I, I got wisdom of trust. I got wisdom of prayer. I That's got saving my mm -hmm. money. Yes. And paying off my bills. Mm -hmm. Wisdom in doing that. He was just right. giving much wisdom in that. Right. And right after that. Well, you know, we still in the pandemic. Yeah. Coming to the part we can go back outside. Mm -hmm. And I started seeing how much I gained through the pandemic. It shifted, and I started getting wisdom on how to eat, right? My body because mm -hmm. I, you you can't get into the hospitals. If yeah. I get to the hospitals, oh, you're my healer. Okay, okay. <laughs> my people perish from lack of knowledge. Yes. Show me how to eat medicine so I don't have to take medicine. And Ooh, he's, come on, that's good. This whole shift started happening. And like even now, I'm I'm losing weight like crazy. I thank God mm -hmm. for it, but I'm like, listen, because I'm not. I don't got time to be sitting up. No, I don't got time to be sitting up in no hospital. I don't have no time to be in no high blood pressure. So I got right. That. So that's my four major wisdoms that I got. Listen, that is awesome. So say those four points again. You talked about prayer, right? Prayer. And you talked about trust. next trust, right? Trust. Mm -hmm. Praise, praise, mm -hmm. hallelujah. Okay, yes. and with the debt, getting right. out of debt and trusting God, being debt free. So, mm -hmm. okay. prayer, trust, yes. faith. Praise. So, that's praise. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. okay? right, stay and being coming. Yes, trusting God with your health. Yes, that is awesome. I pray that you guys receive those nuggets for that because listen. This has been a trying time for all of us, but what we have to realize that any test and trial that we are faced with, there is a lesson that God wants us to learn. And it's up to us to obtain that lesson because guess what? Just like any great parent, when you don't learn your lessons, you don't have to retake that class. And just to nobody you, got time for that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And just to include this, when yeah. you're Saving with your money. Tie. 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 I struggled with tithing all my life until right. right. Until the pandemic. Right. I'm not gonna hold you. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna hold you. Because you gotta realize God told me, He was like, Do you want to be cursed with a curse or do you want to be blessed? Whew, my God. 
love you and you can still be cursed, Nikita. You can yeah. you gonna have to live paycheck to paycheck because now your paycheck is going. <laughs> oh yeah. live. You want to be out in the street, and this is how you look at people like, but they saved. Yeah. Uh, why they don't have? Why are they out? And yeah. Out of ten, they ain't they ain't tithing. Yeah. You ain't tithing. You know why? Because you're scared. And right. I know I've been there, but when God you won't get real scared straight when you don't have nobody but him. But him. So you better follow his rules. And his exactly. one rule is to tie. Yeah. I tie. And let me let y'all pick it. I call all not knowing my business. <laughs> I tied more. I got my skin back. Mm -hmm. I tied more last year than I did in my whole life. My God. And when you when you count up how much you mm -hmm. then you see how much God gave you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like my pastor would say, my God, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> how to save more. Yes. Learning how to save. So every day, you know, God be whispering in my ear. Hello. Because you don't know when your shift will come. Y'all right. can't, you have to save. That is wisdom. One thing I cried about when going into the pandemic, and I cried, is because I didn't have a savings account. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't have nothing. I didn't have nothing to fall back on, y'all. And mm -hmm. I was thinking, like, I'm, but I'm saved. Yeah. I'm the child of God. Right. But he was like, but you was never thinking kingdom minded because kingdom minded tell you to save because I tell you to do that in my word. And by yeah. the way, when the last time you've been in my word, daughter? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hence with birthed out nighttime and noontime narration. Yeah. Birthed yeah. out Peter and it yeah. left other people. And mm -hmm. I thank God for that. Yeah. Listen, that is so good. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm hold my mule with that because we're gonna talk in a moment about about the waiting room, and I just feel that brewing in. But let's talk about because the waiting room is something new. Let's talk about the gifting that God has given you to be one one to listen. I might be biased, but listen, hey, one of the greatest playwrights that I know and that I've seen. I mean, my sister is truly. <laughs> talented and not let's just not say talented but gifted from god this is the gift that god has given her i've been in her place i've watched her plays and just to see just the deliverance that takes place with the plays that god has given her because this is not anything that she's done on her own these are plays that god has given her that i mean i'm talking about people have been saved set free delivered from her plays <laughs> and I just want you to touch on um, what, how did you get started with your plays and what was your first play like? Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Okay, because I was listening in the car today to one of the songs that was in my very first play. Yeah. And I was just going off. But anyway, I got started watching my little sister, my little sister mm -hmm. who's down in heaven, um, the one that had passed away in my arms. Right. Here's the thing. I was shy, beyond shy. Right. Beyond shy. I had a disability. 
Right. I was labeled, uh, for the lack of better words, retarded. Mm -hmm. I could not read and I would not speak. Right. To a lot of people when I was growing up. I had my close friends who still loved me for me. And even yeah. I still know today. But my little sister was mm -hmm. one that went to school for the creative and performing arts. Yeah. I would sit and watch her. And I would be like her, her stage hands. Yeah. Go on auditions. I will hold up, and it was a big thing. I, I, whatever I asked my daddy for, I was always a daddy's girl. Whatever yeah. I asked for, he got. So I, you know, one week yeah. I wanted to be a musician. He got me a keyboard. Never played it. The next mm -hmm. week, <laughs> I wanted to be the director to my sister's little um skits and stuff she would right. do. So he got me the video cameras and, you know, that's telling my age it was real big. And we mm -hmm. used to come up with skits together, my sister. Yeah. And I used to just go on auditions with her. And I remember every audition we she went on. I stood in the back of the room and she pointed to me and she said, y'all don't know her. But one day y'all going to know her name because she's mm -hmm. knows. And I'm going to try not to cry. Mm -hmm. She said it every mm -hmm. audition. And I was just hide because she knew what I could do because I would only do it with her. Yeah. Somebody else I win. So anyway, um, long story short, I really do believe in the power of gift transferring. Gifts transferring. Right. Right. Um, I believe it's in the Bible when it talks about Elisha and Elisha. Mm -hmm. I see them, that mantle will be on you. Yeah. I held my sister in my arms. Mm-hmm. And she opened her eyes and took yeah. her breath. She exhaled. Wow. And I believe with her exhaling, a part of her mantle came on to me. Wow. And no one told me that did not happen. Yeah. No one can. And so when I went to start writing, my first play was, oh, my God, No Weapon. Mm-hmm. Weapon formed against me, and it was my family was in it. My sister Tanya was in it. My niece was in it. Right. I, my sister, uh, she was married at the time. Her husband was in it. And right. It was called no weapon, girl. Mm -hmm. Second thing about that play, I was like, "Ooh, girl, you came a mighty long way, <laughs> mighty long way." Yes. After I was just trusting God with the gift because I never thought of myself as being this writer. I never thought of myself mm -hmm. as being an author. I never thought of myself as being a playwright because I was the one behind the scene. And yeah. so God started showing me and I would hear a song. It would just take a song. And yeah. I get one song in a whole play is played right before my eyes. Right. A whole song. God right. was birthed when uh, one day I was sitting in the house and one of, one of my um. Uh, someone I was real close to at the time said, did you hear this song? And I was like, what? And they played it. And I literally sat there and I went to, I went and sat down and mm -hmm. I, my hand was going like this the whole time, mm -hmm. the whole time. And that's one of that's and I, that's God's baby. Yeah. Um, right. When I was in my old church and I was over the uh, drama ministry, mm -hmm. I trusted in God. I had to trust in God. Mm -hmm. I don't feel as though Kita is all there at all. Mm -hmm. I have to trust in God. Even now, yeah. I have to trust in God. Right. 
sat there and we would be rehearsing a skit yeah. for weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And at the time at the church, we had an eight o'clock service and a 10 o'clock service. Right. And rehearsing a skit for weeks. Right. I'll sit there at that eight o'clock service because we went up at 10 o'clock and God would say, I, I would pick my pencil up. He said, write this down. I go, he said, that's what I want. And I would say, okay. And I went and, you know, uh, during the break from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock, my team yeah. was usually trying to go get some breakfast real quick for the 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yes. Meet me. Yes. God surrounded me with people that trusted the gift that God gave me. And when I you most of the skits that I've done that was the most anointed was mm -hmm. those that I shifted at the last minute because yeah. and right. that is what happened and even with plays and stuff also with writing plays even hearing God and writing with God you can't to my playwriters to anybody that's writing I know your writing is your baby you have to give your baby into the hands of someone else to read that's good I got better because I gave it to someone to read. Mm, that's good. That's good. And they tore it apart. Huh. I wrote a film. Somebody loved me. I love that play. The characters that was birthed out that play, the first, the first five writings of that play mm. was not it. Because mm. I handed it to someone. Her name was Erica Pavret. And I yeah. scribble read my on my on my stuff <laughs> and she was like you need the character build you need to do this so once god gave or allowed me to see the anointing that he gave in that gift and gave me that gift right and started putting people in my life to sharpen it yeah this ain't no one band show right you gotta trust the people that god put in your life to sharpen your gift. You yeah. have to start getting equipped. But, but as far as writing and acting, I never went to school for it. God sent mm -hmm. me in my life that a lot that I learned from. And I ate, right. I said put and ate real mm -hmm. good. And I was right. able to become a stronger writer. But my whole core is trusting God. My God. Oh, I'm not gonna go. And I'll tell God, quit. You gonna be there? You doing this? I ain't going to <laughs> That part. <laughs> How many of us can actually say that we will say that? <laughs> I mean. Don't fall flat on your face, yo. Listen, don't do it. Because we find ourselves in so many situations where God is like, I wasn't in that. You went on your own. And then you coming back to me asking for help. Hello. <laughs> Oh. All right, so we come to the point where I want to talk about something new, something exciting, something that is hot on the scene. <laughs> this wonderful new talk show that my wonderful sister has is called In the Waiting Room. So I want Woo! you to get this, these last parts and talk about this show. Tell us about the vision and purpose of the show. How did it get started? What would God, you know, doing, you know, fill us in. Well, the dope part is God gave me the vision for in the waiting room, not the fullness of what it is now or where it's going. Mm -hmm. Right. I get a new direction. I get a new thing to bring in. And I'm like, oh, Lord, where are we going? But right. 
gave me the heartbeat for the like a talk show for in the waiting room a years ago. Mm-hmm. Years ago. But I didn't move on it because to be honest with you, I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the way I looked. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-uh, I am too fat to be on some screen. I am not, I, I, I like, I don't think that I'm pretty enough. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, and I was like, you know, could I write it and have someone else be the host? Wow. Um, And so I slept on it. And, right. and when you came home and you had this phenomenal thing and you just, what God was telling you, mm-hmm. it imperfectly perfect. Then I was like, well, now God, I can't do it because I don't mm-hmm. want to think, oh, she just doing it, you know, trying to uh, be like trainees or what mm-hmm. she, she could see that trainees has this kind of platform. Why right. does she come out? And God is like, you don't right. understand the people I put in your life. Right. He was like, Trainees ain't going to think that because Trainees know that what I have for her is for her and what I have for right. you. This is two totally different things. So you not going to do what you're supposed to do because you afraid of what people say, but you right. afraid who say, but you don't care about what I say and what I think. Right. I think you got this thing twisted. That's how I felt like he came at me. Yeah. So I finally said, all right, all right, what are we going to do? Right. I can't go without you. And so this is when, um, then I said, well, God, because at first I'm thinking in the waiting room was just going to be about waiting for me. Right. Honestly, whole core. Waiting mm-hmm. for a wait, a mate. And I'm like, all right. So that's the whole thing about, you know, here go this, this virgin in the waiting room waiting for a mate. Right. That was like, whenever I told you to do something that was just about you. <laughs> exactly. I love the way he talked to me. Right. <laughs> and so he was like, This waiting room is about everyone that's waiting on a promise from me. Yeah. Everybody's not waiting on me. And right. then people have a mate, there are other things to wait for. Yeah. But it's showing me the vision of a waiting room. He said, right. Doctor's office, all y'all not walking in the air for the same thing, but you yeah. all. Here to see the doctor. Yeah. Waiting room is about. Coming in here, waiting. Description mm-hmm. that I'm going to give everyone for their next. Right. And this is what it's birthing. It is coming out. It's like, I, I, I'm just like so, so impressed with that. You know, I'm learning technology because I'm like, Lord, you know, I'm yeah. technology. I have the brain of creativity and almost that's it. When you yeah. talk about business and Right, technology, and you got to make sure this is here and that is that, and this is. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. that's all I hear. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> so, I love in the waiting room, it's so scary. It's a good mm-hmm. scary because it, it allows me to trust in God the more. Mm-hmm. I had somebody say to me today, sis, you know, a, a gentleman, and he was like, Oh, wow, you still single, you know. Um, waiting for and this is the first time this line came out of my mouth and i felt it from my core and yeah. i oh daddy you decent yes i don't mind waiting on god i'm wasting my time on man come on so i don't mind waiting now mm-hmm. i 
on waiting on the promises of God because the promises of God is, is just an amen. I don't yeah. mind the promises of God because the promises of God is dope. Okay. Yeah. I mind if I call myself waiting, but then I'm really not and I'm waiting yeah. time. Right. That is a total difference between waiting yeah. and wasting time. Yeah. I refuse to waste any more time. Right. I am enjoying waiting. I'm enjoying the people I'm meeting. I'm yes. enjoying people that's joining mm -hmm. and just being involved in it. Yes. I love the waiting around. And by the way, it's Wednesdays. Yeah. It, the, the time change though, guys. And I think a lot of you gonna love the time change because y'all was inboxing me and was like, Eda, come on now. You got it the same time I'm in church. And I was yes. like, uh, no disrespect. I want you to go to church, but right. I, I, my church is on Thursdays. <laughs> it really wasn't taking me from church, but right. Lord, the Lord made a way in provision because now mm -hmm. I do have to do something with my church now at a certain yes. So it is now 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. Facebook Live, the waiting room, and join us tomorrow at 6 p.m. Yes. We, yo, yo, y'all. Yo, Listen. Yo. <laughs> awesome. And you see, I have the information scrolling on the bottom of the screen. And I just, while we're talking about the waiting room, and uh, let's touch on this subject of what's like one particular advice? Because I know you're saving some of this stuff for your talk show. So, what's one particular advice that you can have um, that you have for those who are waiting? No matter, you ever heard the saying, say the best for last? Mm-hmm. Put your put your clocks away. Put your clocks away. That's good. Put your agenda away. Right. And really enjoy the process. I'm sorry, my dog son. For a second. Thank you. This is disrespectful and unprofessional. Um it's okay. <laughs> He's so unprofessional. He lasted long, though. Praise the Lord. He's he did. He did. I give it to him. Put your agenda away and enjoy the ride. Yeah. And I honestly yeah. can say it now. Mm -hmm. God really placing that in me. The yeah. way from in itself has brought me so much joy. Right. Um, the the people that come on, I speak to them beforehand, and yeah. the nuggets and the tools yeah. they give me, and right. I speak to them, and I'm like, I can wait, right? Enjoy the ride, y'all. Like, the ride. if you're waiting for, if you're waiting to have children, let's just say, like I said, everybody's not waiting to have mates. If right. you have children. Enjoy the moments when you don't have a child. And then if you really want, go find somebody kid. Go, right. go. Do you have nieces? Do you have, do you have someone who you can sow into that child's life? Right. Come on. So my time and my love and my energy into this child because I know God is going to send me mine. Yeah. Who's waiting for you, But are you just waiting to give all that love to your child? Or do you have enough? Come on, that's good. You start, you don't know. When you start mm -hmm. having some kids in your house, 
<laughs> Appreciating the weight. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was, you know, I said I want to get married. I want to have family, have kids. Child, when my nephews come over here, I am counting down the seconds. <laughs> the seconds. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit was like, now can you enjoy with Because I'm not saying mm -hmm. you're not going to get that. But my you just might be upset when you get it and be like, wish I had a day to myself. Go on ahead, y'all who trying to have kids. Call up these parents, especially in COVID. Listen. Lock down with these kids. You better be grateful God had you waiting, boo. Yeah. And that you're in. So enjoy it. And come mm -hmm. to the fighting room, because if you don't know how to enjoy it, I'm yes. going to have some fun. I'm going to show you what to do while you wait on the promises of God. Come on. Enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Tori Taylor said, you can come and take my son. Just make sure you have your clearances. <laughs> yes, yes. Right, right. <laughs> that is awesome. So make sure you guys tune in tomorrow night at 6 p.m. for Nikita Renee's talk show in the waiting room. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be an exciting episode. And guess what? She doesn't uh, let you know who's going to be on the show. So you better just tune in and then you'll see. You better That's the exciting thing about it. <laughs> with my giveaways, you don't know yes. what it is or how I'm thinking or how the Lord is going to tell me because I do believe in, in giveaways because I do right. believe in blessing others. I do believe in it. So right. uh, you don't ever know. Don't be like right. the first one this time. I might not do it then. Exactly. You know? I don't know what. Well, I can't lie to you. I do know what. I do know what. Right. I'm letting y'all know right now the giveaway for tomorrow is ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh oh. Tune in. You'll see. Let's not tune in. Right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so one last thing. So I like to leave the viewers with something that they can take away, even though they've been taking away a lot from you. <laughs> but um one last thing is, what has been the scripture or scriptures that has kept you motivated in this season? Keep a good work. Mm -hmm. Perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. My God. He that began. Because sometimes when you don't have your promises of God yet uh, in your eyes manifested, yeah. you can see you feel kind of half-baked. Right. And you feel like, oh, I started something or I started a journey and I don't see the fruition. But that scripture held, holds me if yeah. I'm in it. And then my other one is, and baby eyes have not seen, mm -hmm. ears have not heard, neither yeah. entered into the heart of man of the yeah. that I got in store you but I think that's so personal listen that's good I think that's so personal yes also um Psalms 91 has gotten me through mm -hmm. all the COVID like yeah. thing, hold that thing Psalms 91 yes um and and in the waiting room like they that wait on the Lord will mm -hmm. renew your strength you yes. are up on wings as on the wings as you were running, not be wary. You were walking, not faint. Yes. They are my encouraging scriptures. Love it. Love I, it. Love it. I believe that's Isaiah 40. 
one. If not, I'm mm-hmm. 4031 or 41. Mm-hmm. I will put that up. And yeah. I'm 91. Uh, that's 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 what it's been, boo. Yeah. That's what it's been. Good. And it keeps me in every day. And the crazy thing is, um, God, whenever He speaks to me through or God of my or or, or my or, or the woman of God, they say those scriptures back to me. Yeah, know it. They didn't even. Right. And here's one that's in my home. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works wow. and by your Father which is in heaven. Matthew five sixteen. Wow. So your light is yo. Let yeah. it shine. Don't dim your light for nobody. Don't even like light to dim for you. Like I, I thought about in my inadequacies. I out, you know, my looks, even though now I can honestly say, girl, you cute. Yes. You cute because I'm not just looking at me. Like I'm looking at the God that's in me too. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, you know, you're pretty dope. Yeah. Good heart. Mm-hmm. So I like you. Right. There was a time in my life where I couldn't say I like you. Mm-hmm. Because I felt so dark. But you let oh. light shine, y'all. And just like my sister platform here, imperfectly mm-hmm. perfect, imperfect in all. Yeah. You let the light of Christ show and allow your good works to be shown. Yeah. I'm telling you, and God will honor that and bless you for that. My God. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, my wonderful sister, for being on the show, which you have not a stranger to, but thank God um, that God allowed for us to shine light and highlight you. I love you so much. I love you too. You know it. You know I know it. Um, so you guys, before we end, we never end a podcast before. No, before I do that, matter of fact, thank you, Holy Spirit. Do you have any uh shows or anything coming up i know we have in the waiting room but anything else that you want to share your social media platforms with people one more time yes actually at the river church mm-hmm. um i hope y'all oh, rainbow is a new uh uh theater arts uh, yes. uh prophetic theater come on at the River Church, um, mm-hmm. combining with Fire on the Altar and combining with Nikita Brand Productions. Yes. Like it's coming, y'all. Yes. My God, we've been rehearsing for it. Mm-hmm. God has been, and if y'all know me, if you never seen something that I've done, hallelujah, come and see this. But if mm-hmm. you do know me, I don't like to do things twice. I do not like to do things. And that's why I be grabbing on to God <laughs> like, I'm not going to leave until you bless me because I <laughs> more things. But the East production is what's really coming out now. That's my focus right now on what's coming wow. out is this Easter production. Um, And then after that, guys, tune in. We have, wow. um, I'm working on a movie. Yes. Come on. Mm-hmm. And also another play coming out. Um, So there's many, but the Easter production, Wake Up, Dancer Cool is... I'm telling you, it's it's life changing, and God is like just I love it. So so you can and you can view that on the River page. The river yes, page. that would be on the River Church page on Easter morning. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, you guys, before we end, we never end any podcast without offering the gift of salvation to those of you that have been watching this platform, you hearing Nikita's story, and you just know that God has been calling you. You feel like you've been all by yourself and that you know that you have all of these flaws, you have all these imperfections, and how can God love somebody like me? But as you've been hearing her story, you can see that nobody's perfect and that you are able to persevere beyond your imperfections and to fulfill the purpose that God has for your life. There are so many people that are in the word of God that have a past that have struggled, but yet and still God still used them. And why? Because they depended on Jesus. They depended on him. So you've been looking around trying to find an answer, but guess what? It's in Jesus. It's in him. So look no further. The answer is right here. Hmm. If you're ready and willing, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today. It's free and available to you. Say this prayer of salvation with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I need you, Jesus, in my life. I realized that I tried to do this thing on my own. I tried everything else. But Jesus, I am ready to try you. I ask that you come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart and I'm confessing with my mouth that you died on the cross for my sins. You were buried and you rose on the third day just for me in spite of my flaws, in spite of my imperfections. You shed your blood just for me. Jesus, I thank you for loving me the way you do. And for that, I surrender my will unto you and I will serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. That's prayer of salvation. Welcome to the body of Christ. This is the best decision that you can ever make. Guess what? This is your new birth new birthday. Happy your birthday. New birthday. Happy birthday to you. This is a fresh new start, a new life. You are a new creature. All those old things are behind you. Behold, all things are new in your life. One last call, the call of rededication for those of you that once had a relationship with Christ. But at some point, as you was hearing my sister's story, that sometimes we go through life and we experience trials and tribulations and hardships and we hit a bump along the road that causes us to get off the straight and narrow path. But The wonderful thing is about God, about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is that he is married to the backslider. Mm -hmm. And he's waiting for you with open arms, waiting for you to come back to him. He's been calling you and calling you. And God said, now is the time to answer the call. If you're listening, if you're watching, don't miss this call. Tomorrow is not promised. Today is the day. Say yes to God. Say yes to him and come back. His grace is sufficient for you. So I encourage you to say this prayer of rededication with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm so sorry for turning my back on you. 
I stepped out of your will and I tried to do this thing, God, a different way. But Jesus, I realized without a shadow of doubt that I need you now more than I ever did before. Jesus, I already know who you are. I already know that you died on the cross for my sins. But Jesus, I ask that you allow me back in to your grace. Accept me back in to the family of God. I thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. I thank you, Jesus, for giving me another chance to get it right. So, Jesus, I repent for everything that I've done. And Jesus, I surrender my life for real this time. And I will serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Welcome back into the body of Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Welcome back, my sister. Welcome back, my brother. Trust me. Fresh new start. Forgive yourself because one thing the enemy would try to do is hold that thing over you because the things that you have done in your past. But God has wiped the slate clean. So move forward. There's work to do. God loves you and God cares. So guys, I love you guys so much. Make sure that you follow I Am Imperfectly Perfect platform on Facebook. We are at I Am Imperfectly Perfect Incorporated. And on Instagram, we are I underscore am imperfectly perfect. Also, if you are interested in listening to any of the podcasts, we are available on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you want to listen, it is available to you. So please make sure you tune into that. It will be available to you tomorrow. So I love you guys so much. I pray that you continue to be encouraged, be uplifted. I pray that you enjoyed this wonderful interview and listening to um, Sister Nikita's story. Make sure you follow all of the, the things that she has going on. She has a lot of things going on. Her wonderful uh, talk show, again, is in the waiting room and is available to you tomorrow night, Wednesday, and it is 6 p.m. on Facebook Live. So tune in. I love you guys. Be blessed. Have a good night.